Welcome to the Authentic Life Podcast. I am your host, Selena Borns, founder of the Authentic Life Academy. Each week, we provide you with strategies, tips, and encouragement about pursuing life's passions, embodying the confident version of yourself, and overcoming obstacles to living authentically so you can attract success and be the boss in all areas of your life. Thank you, everyone, for joining us and listening to the Authentic Life Podcast. Joining me today is Sybil Leon. Am I pronouncing that correct? You, you are indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Sybil is the multi-passionate founder of Wild Spirits Coaching, who helps wild spirits worldwide prioritize their passion, find their purpose, and put joy and love before worldly material success. Hi, Sybil. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm very well. I'm, so, I'm very honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for, for joining us. Now, I like to talk to other coaches because I enjoy learning from everyone's perspective, especially yes. when it comes to teaching others how to be true to themselves and discovering their purpose. Mm -hmm. So please give us a little background on you and how Wild Spirits Coaching came to be. Yes, yes, I'll do that. Because honestly, when I hear that description of your podcast, this is pretty much how this is so relevant for my, for my journey and for my work. Because I had quite a journey discovering my own purpose. And um, I, I don't want to go too far back. I mean, I'm 50 years old. I made some choices that were not so that were not so great. I married the completely wrong guy, a narcissist, and I carried the the scars from that from narcissistic abuse. Wow! And then um, went into my first depression, went back bankrupt, and I'm I can talk about this now. I didn't for years because I was so ashamed of myself because mm -hmm. I went into debt, into personal debt. Mm -hmm. But I worked my backside off for over a decade to pay back every penny. And now I can hold my head up high again because I have paid back, up, uh, back every, every last cent. But that left its traces in my life. Mm -hmm. So the paying this back, I worked a lot. I worked a lot of hours. I worked jobs that weren't really my passion, that were just well-paying jobs, really soul-stealing, draining jobs with long hours and all that. And I saved really all the money that I had. I didn't have money sometimes to to go to go for a coffee. Wow. And because of my because of that I didn't have money and also I was intensely ashamed of myself for being so broke. So I withdrew from my friends. There were about six years. In hindsight it was about six years that I spent in a high functioning depression that I didn't know was a depression at the time. Oh so it wasn't it wasn't the kind of depression where you can't even get out of bed in the morning, you know, how you hear this just sometimes that people just cannot function anymore. I could function. I could go to work. I at work, I put on an act and a mask. We mentioned that mm -hmm. I put on this um, that I have a perfect life. And then I went home from work because that took all my energy to keep up that facade. I drove home from work. I didn't even have energy to cook. I just collapsed on the sofa, ate some fast food. Again, never saw my friends. I had kicked my friends out of my life. I didn't feel, I didn't allow myself to feel. A lot of people say depression is being sad, and maybe for some people it is. Mm -hmm. But for, for me, depression was, was the absence of feeling. Wow. I, 
did not feel my emotions anymore. I thought I was happy. I thought that that's what I want, this, this tiny life that I had created for myself, this shell. Wow. For about six years. Wow. Wow. Now, see, with my Authentic Life Academy, you know, I teach women how to attract and maintain success in their lives by letting mm -hmm. go of a lot of self-limiting beliefs and to remove that yeah. mask that, you know, we're talking about yes. that we tend to wear so that they can connect with the deepest, most inner part of themselves. That is now, so important. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you, you talked about how you wore that mask for years, pretending to have what we call a normal life. Now, mm -hmm. can, you, can you share with us some of the strategies that you implemented in your life to just get back to yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. That is a, that is a great question, actually. Um, for me, it's, again, that's why I told, that's what I, what I told the story about the going broke, because for me, that was very much connected with that. Mm -hmm. Once I had paid back that money, and I'm just to let you know, I paid back up to 750 euros a single month. Okay, so, so I lived 700, on nothing. 750 and, euros is equal to what in US? Well, it was at the time probably about the same in dollars. Now it would be more in dollars. Okay. It would be maybe 900 or something or wow. 800, 800, 850. I'm not quite sure, but I know dollar is a bit weaker now compared wow. to the euro. Uh, I wasn't a, a, a super earner. I had a normal, regular salary. So I lived on nothing. I really didn't use any money. And that was very limiting to me. So it was a huge relief. And also this gave me back my self-confidence when I had paid back that money because I was in the knowledge I don't owe anyone anything. I didn't write anything off. I paid it back. I am literally dead free. I am all, all free. I don't owe anyone anything anymore. And that alone is so uplifting, that, that kind of freedom. Yes. That's when these first things became to stir in me again, the, the memory of who I used to be. Then I thought, what do I want with my life? Do I actually want to continue in this job that grinds me down, that makes me so tired? I was always so exhausted. You can't even explain to you how, how tired I was all the time. Right. And there was something in me that said there used to be something else. And so at first I looked, so this is also my spirituality. I'm, um, I follow an earth-based spirituality. So I thought, where will I get back to my to myself and my spirituality and the earth? I was at the time living at the east coast of Ireland near Dublin, the, the, the capital city. And I wanted to go back to a greener life, to something more nature. And then I remembered I was always happiest in the west of Ireland much more rural much more green it's when you see those beautiful pictures of ireland like the postcards right yeah that is always the west of ireland what you see there oh okay <laughs> the river shannon and all these you know all these beautiful green hills and all that that's right, the west of right. ireland so i got a job I'm, I'm going to cut this a little short i don't want to bore anyone so I, I i got a job working from home so it was still a job i was at the time already qualified as a coach by the way i already knew that that was something that I wanted to do. And I had a couple of clients on the side, but oh, that was okay. only a side business. Okay. I got a job where I could work from home, fewer hours, it was much, not as well paid. And it took a huge pay cut. But you know, the quality of life is something that you can't express in dollars and euros. No, you can't. So I moved back West and in the West, first of all, life is cheaper there. And I wasn't in a city, so that, that is cheaper anyway when you live in the countryside because all I needed was an, inter was an internet connection in order to work my job because I was working from home now. Mm -hmm. The commute alone freed up so much time. So this is when I started my healing very gently. And this is, if somebody is in that, in that 
no life situation or wants to get back to life, what I can recommend is you might feel very impatient, but take baby steps because baby steps are ironically what gets you forward the fastest in the end. Exactly. People don't realize that. They just want to yes. rush, rush, rush. You know, we're in what we call a microwave society. Everybody yeah. wants everything <laughs> so quickly. But exactly. You... Everything's instant. <laughs> right, right. And I just gave myself a lot of time. And it sounds so simple. I slept. I had so much sleep. It was so wonderful. I felt so rested. I started music again. Music is one of my biggest passions. I'm one of those multi-passionate person who has not, not just one passion, but several. And there were things that for years had interested me and that I never had the money for or the time or the energy when I was there in the East. And I remembered traditional archery. I wanted to do archery. And I started archery. I started historical sword fighting, like really <laughs> off the wall things, right? I, I did everything that I, that I fancied. I went into this frenzy of, I want to do it all. I want to do mm. everything. And mm. because I took it step by step, this, this is over the course of maybe nine or 10 months. The energy was slowly returning. I was sleeping more. I was eating better. I didn't even crave junk food anymore. I craved fresh foods. And that alone gave me so much energy. I also lost weight. But, you know, this is not a weight loss journey. This is not about <laughs> weight loss. It's just it happened as a side effect. Right. Of having so much energy and feeling so good and loving these fresh foods. And this is how my joy gradually returned. And that's when I realized when I do the things that light me up, I rediscovered my music. I had been playing piano all my life. I'd been dancing and singing all my life. And suddenly I was dancing again, like just at home, jumping around, right? Not a choreography or anything, just like a headless chicken. Jumping right, up and right. down. How <laughs> you know, joyful that is. You know, it's like I was just talking to one of my clients yesterday and I was explaining to her that she needed to stop ignoring her passions and... Because, you know, like you said, once you just went out there and did everything that you've ever wanted to do, which was your yeah. passion, it just opened up so much for you. And I know that you're, you're um, you said you, you lived in Ireland for a large chunk of your adult life. And you said that that's yes, where you're- Yes, that was still in Ireland back then. Yes. Right. Yeah. You said that's where your soul belong now because you had the opportunity to slow down and reconnect with your friends. And you said, most importantly, feel your feelings again. Yes. which is very important. So now you are in Croatia, right? Yes, I only just moved at the end of last year. It's a bit of a long story. And okay. it's a typical crazy, crazy Sybil story. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know one of your sayings is escape the madness and discover purpose. Yes. And I know your journey to Ireland and now Croatia has mm. helped fuel your purpose and your passion. So can you share some tips with our listeners on how they can discover their own purpose and find their own passion? Yes, I can. And I would start with a passion because that is, in my opinion, or, or my experience, and also in my experience with my clients. Because that around that time, this year when I was healing and discovering my passions and feeling my feelings again, um, that was just so blissful. There was also a lot of blackness. There was a lot of darkness, a lot of mourning of these years, these lost years where I hadn't felt, where I had just existed and not really lived. It was a lot of darkness that mm. I worked through. Wow. But I discovered that even the darkness and even the the sadness and all this, that this is so much pre preferable, infinitely preferable to not feeling, to this numb feeling. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is if you're if you're in a state where you are a bit numbed to get to do this is through passions and that's what i do with my with my um 
with my clients as well. And this is literally do whatever takes your fancy mm. and not take it too seriously because people think a passion needs to be something serious. Right. It's one thing that you do all your life and all the rest. Forget all of that. You might exactly. be, a lot of people are multi-passionate anyway, so you don't only have one thing. And they might things that light you up might even change. And that's fine. That's not that you're flaky or inconsistent. It means that there's something that buzzes for you now. So you need to pursue it now. And maybe right. in six months' time, it won't be so relevant for you anymore. And that's not a bad thing. It just means you have learned what you needed to learn. Right. So and move, you on move on to the next one. Right. Move so, on. Exactly. But as long as it gives you joy, as, lo as long as there is a sense of this childish sense of wonder and discovering, mm. of, of just exploring new things and even being silly and even making a total... Um, what, what about language on your podcast? <laughs> Don't, a total... worry. Don't worry about the language. Go okay. ahead. Over here, we say you make a total arse of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I did that sometimes in sword fighting because I'm not a very sportive person. And a lot of people are very athletic who do this historic sword fighting. And I really didn't cut a very elegant figure a lot of the time and just <laughs> fell on my backside literally a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And I... The ability to laugh about yourself, all yes. these things. So I would say start with your passions. Start with that, whatever your fancy, trust that even if you think it's just a mood, it's just a fancy, trust that it's there for a reason. And there's something that you need to learn there. And it's something that you need to feel there. Right. If you hinge it on the feelings rather than on the rational, what is this good for? What is the use of it? But just, does it, does it light me up? Does it make me happy? Even for five minutes, then it's worth it. Exactly. Exactly. I always and say, don't be afraid to laugh at yourself. Exactly. Because, that can be um, so freeing. It is very. And it's, it's joyful. It's uh, and in, in the in the sword fighting club. I mean, you know, I've made such good friends there. That's another thing. They they laugh with you, not at you. We right. have so much fun there. And once you're in this, now I, now I get to the part with a purpose, because what I found and what I see with my clients again and again, and this is a bit hard to explain. It sounds a bit new. Once you radically prioritize your passion and put that front and center in your life it doesn't mean you have to earn your money with it you can still have a job to live on to pay the bills and all that but prioritize it in in terms of what is important in your life what your where your thoughts go you focus on the passions that light you up that brings you into a vibration in a certain high vibration that is the vibration of joy of passion and of love and this is the exact vibration where you attract your purpose mm, yes that's how i explain it because and it sounds again it sounds woo woo honestly if you don't believe in this then just believe it's there's some magic that works because i've done this now again i was already coaching back then but in 2015-16 when i when i made these experiences i rebranded my coaching business to wild spirits coaching and specializing specifically on helping people prioritize their passion and mm -hmm. pursue their purpose and find their purpose because I've, I, I've found this so important. And I, since then, in these last five years, I've been seeing it again and again and again. Awesome. No fails. Awesome. No fails. Awesome. People suddenly come and say, you know what? Now I know what my purpose is. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I know your main passion is connecting with people. And I have a story to share about mm -hmm. how we came to know each other. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh -huh. I want to share this story. Yeah, you know, do, do, absolutely. <laughs> I love connecting with other like-minded women as well. And when I came across your Instagram page, I reached out via direct messaging because, you know, we both have a very similar approach in coaching. Now, right. guys, listen, listen to this. 
When mm-hmm. Sybil responded, I sent her a message stating that I wanted to connect and collaborate. And I sent her my calendar link so she could pick a time that fit her schedule. Well, let me tell you guys, <laughs> Sybil shot back. She shot back with, what the heck is this? <laughs> can't believe and, you're sharing this <laughs> and you know what it tickled me it tickled me so much because number one <laughs> I, I totally understood where you were coming from because you oh know, god we see but we get a ton of direct messages right can I just say that on that day I got two other messages that were exactly that that were spam really and people who just ended up selling me something and you were the third so I really was out of patience at that time I really am sorry look, <laughs> I shouldn't have snapped at you like that I understood <laughs> I understood and look oh I so had it that day and, and <laughs> you know but I loved your passion because to me it was a perfect example of someone who was being their authentic self and someone who knows how to set boundaries right away Right. And so that moves us into let's talk about boundaries now. Yes. I stress that boundaries are an integral part of self-care. And Mm -hmm. I tell my ladies to imagine personal boundaries as an invisible fence around themselves with only Mm -hmm. one gate that is closed and it's locked. And they're the only ones that have a key. Now, it's up to us to open that gate and decide who gets to come in. And I know many women struggle with setting boundaries. So what tips can you provide our listeners on how to properly establish boundaries? Do you know, this is, this is uh, almost too close to home, but I'm very grateful that you're, that you're asking this. I'm still working on this and I'm sure, I'm sure you'll say you are too, because this is kind of a lifelong process, especially for women, because I believe in our day and age, we are still as women trained from baby from from childhood on yes to not have boundaries or to have everyone walk over us right that is just so and it's still so expected of us that it's 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 a constant it's like pedaling a bike uphill Mm. the whole time i mentioned briefly that i married the completely wrong guy this narcissistic abuse was of course about boundaries and it's only fairly recently that I realized that I actually carry trauma from this. Mm. So I believe that especially women who struggle with their boundaries, we all have some kind of trauma. It, it doesn't have to be. People think you only have trauma if you've been raped or if you're something really terrible, horrible has happened in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I, is, has never happened in my life. I've been very lucky because how many people have had these really horrible experiences. But even if you haven't, I will say you probably still carry trauma. And I will always recommend everyone to when you have when you struggle with boundaries to look where there is trauma because we are we don't we, we don't dare to set boundaries because we're afraid something will happen to us right. and that is and is either our trauma or it is a trauma that we have inherited because as psychology finds out more and more recently is that trauma can be inherited through generations right the true history and i mean imagine what women carry from the last thousand two thousand years i mean that is a huge burden that we all have in our genes. It is. And, you know, I, I like that you mentioned that trauma doesn't necessarily have to be physical. We carry mm-hmm. a lot of emotional trauma. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Very it's much. good to, to be able to to have someone like a coach that can help yes. walk, you, walk you through that and how to, to recognize where that trauma started and how to start building those boundaries, right? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, and that is, I, I come across this, and I'm sure you do too, in my work with my clients a lot. These yes. same sh- things that I feel mirror my, what my, what I'm, I have been going through all my life. And just fairly recently, I have to say, I healed a lot of trauma. That doesn't mean I'm now done, but it means that I've, I've taken a huge step forward and it's much easier to set boundaries. And maybe you were the unfortunate recipient, <laughs> the undeserving recipient of, of part <laughs> of this healing that I just went through. This just occurred just occurred to me just now wow but it's in general it's a good thing that she, that i'm able to do this now yes yes definitely that, that a lot of women think that you know if they set boundaries they're they're, they're selfish or if they set boundaries that people yeah. don't like them anymore and their relationships will suffer hmm. no 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 it can just be unsafe yeah it can be unsafe in certain that when people are in uh, abusive relationships either psychologically or physically abusive relationships if you try to set a boundary with an abuser good luck hmm. yeah. but it, that's why people always say get out first and then learn to set boundaries so you won't attract a person like that into your life again but while you're next to one be careful because they might that might trigger them even more exactly and so it's not that's another thing that i want to say if you're if you have these problems you're not weak you're not okay. not confident enough you are wise this is your this is your, your yourself, your infinitely wise soul protecting you yeah. and keeping you alive. This is a survival mechanism, and we are great at surviving as women. If there's one thing we're really good at, it's that. Oh, my goodness, because, you know, I tell ladies all the time, pay attention to your feelings, because if, you, if you're feeling like somebody is violating your boundaries, ask yourself why, and then go with your gut instinct and, you know, just analyze your emotions, because... If it doesn't feel right, then it's probably a boundary violation and it needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. and you have to speak up. Yes. Yeah, definitely. But do it from a safe place. Yes, do it. Do it not while you're alone with your abuser in a dark alley, right? Exactly. (laughs) So get into safety first and then set a boundary. Yeah, because, you know, like I say, being being assertive now can save you a lot of heartache and problems down the road later. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I so agree. Yeah. And that's, again, that's something that I learn and that almost all of my clients which are mostly women also struggle with and i think this is just a very universal thing right of the female experience okay well sybil now you know you you said it was okay for me to call you sybil but i want everyone to hear the correct pronunciation of your name <laughs> it's sibylla sibylla okay <laughs> sibylla yeah i'm originally german but the name is actually it's uh, okay i'm a linguist you have to stop me because i can talk about language for oh, until wow. the cows come home it's actually a Greek name. Oh, okay. so this is this is Greek, and Sibylla is is used to, comes from ancient Greek mythology, and that's how they pronounce it. Sibylla. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful, a beautiful name. Well, thank you. Okay, so please let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you and give us a little bit more information about your services and and what offers you have. Gladly. So my website is wildspiritscoaching.com and that's probably the best place to start. I, I'm also on Facebook and um, uh, on, on Pinterest and but all these links are on my website. So my website is usually the best place to start. So it's wild spirits, so plural spirits, wildspiritscoaching.com. Okay. And um, it, on my website, you find... You can find all sorts of information and loads of free resources. So there's a page called Freebies, and I have a lot of uh, a lot of free um, downloads, uh, live audit that you can make, and it's all free. So when you're on my website, wildspiritscoaching.com, I offer a session, a one-hour session, a once-off session. 
that is called find your passion because a lot of people come to me and say you know what i'm not really passionate about anything mm -hmm. i don't really have a passion you know what that's never true it might be buried under the demands of society it might you know there's all sorts of things but you always ha you have a passion so if you want to find out i have a session that costs all of 49 euros so it's about 50 dollars a little more a little above 50 dollars for a one-on-one -on -one session with a coach that is called find your passion and you can find it at wildspiritscoaching.com slash find hyphen your hyphen passion if you feel called to this if this resonates with you i'd love to have you in the wild spirits community we have this lovely close-knit community when you sign up for my newsletter you get a once a week so it's it's i always say it's 100 spam free <laughs> you get an e one email per week with the link to the weekly video that's also on my website the videos are for free as a weekly video to some on some subject about coaching about self-care about sometimes about boundaries mm -hmm. a lot of it of obviously about passions and purpose because that is what i talk about most right and in the weekly newsletter you get um in this, that weekly email you get the link to the current video but you get also lots of additional information and additional articles recommendations of books and other resources and you get um every now and then there's a special offer running like this next week i'm doing a special offer that is exclusive to only my subscribers okay. that's uh, to my wild spirits so to speak we did an exhibition once of the wild spirits where everybody shared their own passion uh -huh. that's also on my website oh, wow. <laughs> under the freebie under the freebies section you can see the link to the to the great wild spirits exhibition we did that during the corona lockdown everybody was everybody was locked down and, and, and locked away at home and we said why don't we share what our passions are oh awesome yeah you see me dancing like a headless chicken there <laughs> <laughs> but there's such great stuff there is a, a, a short story there is um art there is dancing there is it, there's just so such amazing things like all sorts of passions awesome awesome and you know People are saying, okay, well, she's in Croatia. Doesn't matter. Guess what? I'm in Katy, Texas, and we are communicating. Yeah. The, the, it's called the World Wide Web, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. I, like, yeah, like you probably do too, I coach my people online over Zoom. So funny okay. now here in Corona, everybody says, yeah, working from home and Zoom, mm, as if this is the newest thing in the world. And I'm like, mm -hmm, no. I've done this for like 10 years. <laughs> yes. No, it's not. <laughs> I always work from home and over Zoom. So this is a worldwide thing, definitely. Yes. So my clients come from literally all over the world. I have people from Sweden, from the United States, from uh, Ireland, from the UK, from Japan, from awesome. like literally everywhere. Awesome. It's always funny sorting out the time zones when you when you agree at coaching session. It's always yeah. funny. Where are you again? Nine hours ahead? Or mm -hmm. Yes. Wonderful. Time, I love it. Time zone always gets you. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really, really appreciate you taking the time and I enjoy talking with you. Thank you for having me. And likewise. <laughs> thank you so very much for listening. And if you enjoyed the Authentic Life podcast, please subscribe. To learn more about how you can be a part of our Authentic Life community, go to www.ladiescircleofsuccess.com. 
And you can also find us on Facebook at Ladies Circle of Success. I'm your host, Selena Borns. And as always, remember to live your best authentic life because no one can do it better than you.